This is Kyle Tully, and you're listening to the Consulting Tycoon Podcast. This week, I've gone into the archives and pulled a very special recording for you. What you're about to hear is the first interview I ever did for Consulting Tycoon back in 2010. I'm talking with Liz Canny, an ex-retiree who accidentally started her consulting business and made $12,000 her first month. In this interview, Liz reveals exactly how she did it, including how she accidentally got her first offline consulting client, the four-step system you can use to close 75 to 80% of free consultations into paying clients without ever hearing a flat no, and how Liz gets around the fact that she's a complete newbie and has no proof, and much, much more. So let's listen in. Okay, I'd like to welcome everyone to today's call. Today, I have Liz Canny on the phone. And she recently started her own consulting website and consulting business. Liz, good to have you on the line. Thanks, Carl. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. Okay, let's start off with uh, your story. What were you doing before you actually started your consulting business? Well, about three years ago, I guess maybe a bit longer, I retired. And within six months, I started to realize that you can only play so much golf, do so much patchwork and gossip about your friends <laughs> over lunch. So I wanted to do something else. And so I got into network marketing uh-huh. and it didn't take too long for me to, to realize that there was an awful lot of pressure from upline. I really wanted to just sell products for retail and make a 20, 25% commission. But unfortunately, the people at the top didn't really like that. And in the end, I sort of said, well, you know, you can keep your business and I'll go elsewhere. So I got out of it. I did that a couple of times with a couple of different companies to find exactly the same thing. And so I finally decided to try internet marketing because people said, oh, there's lots of money in internet marketing. So yeah. off I went. And I did have a certain amount of success. In fact, as far as affiliate marketing was concerned, I did quite well. I had what I called plenty of running away from home money. <laughs> so that was really good. But it was just recently that I discovered that there's a huge market for offline businesses. And when I say offline businesses, I'm talking about your brick-and-mortar businesses, your traditional stuff. Everyone has a website, but no one's making any money from it, and so that's why I decided to to do something in that area. So, so what was it that sort of tipped your hat to that market, or sort of what led you to the consulting business? Well, I read a book by Andrew Kavanagh called, I think it was Online Gold for Offline Business, yep. and also something written by the, the Rhodes Brothers, um, Matt Cash, yeah. 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 And And I really liked what they had to say, and as it turned out, One of the things that Andrew said in his book was, if you're going to do this, get off your backside and do it. And my husband and I just dug up our front yard because with the watering restrictions we have in Canberra, and we had no grass, so I went up to the local gardening shop. Now, this guy has been my gardener for 15 years, and so off I go. It wasn't really in my mind to talk to him about his business or internet marketing or anything like that. It just happened that during the conversation, I asked him, do you have a website? Uh-huh. And he and he said, well, no, I don't, but, you know, I've been really thinking about getting one. I had one before and it was really terrible and I didn't have time to maintain it. And before I knew it, something like 30 or 40 minutes later, he's still talking to me about getting a website. <laughs> but he said, I have no idea where to get started. So I just said to him, well, maybe I can help you there. Excellent. So we had made an appointment to have a meeting. I sat down with him. We went through a whole heap of stuff that could possibly happen for his for his business here in the ACT. And he asked me to put it into writing for him. I did that. And within two days, he said, right, let's let's do it. So I've been working on his business with him for the last six weeks, just about ready to go. Wow, that's excellent. 
So is that how you get clients now? Is you still uh, do the in-person cold calling type thing? No, I don't. Call, I don't cold call at all. Actually, uh, I'm, now here's a real secret I'm going to give you. This is working like a dream for me. I love networking. Uh-huh. I go to breakfast because I like food. I go to lunch because I like food, and I go to <laughs> after hours because I like food and drinks. And I meet lots of people at business functions. You meet people who have a business, who generally have a website. They're not getting any traffic to it, mind you, but they do have a website and they have business cards. Now, whenever I'm talking to a prospective client and I hand my business card, they generally say something like, ah, online marketing magician, what's online marketing magician? And it's at that point that I just say to them, before I answer that, do you mind if I ask you what you're going to do with my business card? And I generally get a stunned silence and then I'll get a comment after a few seconds saying, oh, well, I'll give you a call if I can or I'll put it in a box or the smart asses will say, well, I'll, I'll just stay, I'll throw it in the washer or I'll flush <laughs> it down the loo or whatever, you know. Yeah. But once they've finished speaking, I, then, I can then generally say to them, well, the reason that I ask that question is because I teach business people to use other people's business cards to create huge, to create huge profits. And the next question is, wow, how do you do that? And that's it. I've got. A, uh, I then offer them a free consultation for an hour, and phone them the next day or that afternoon or whatever. Get the appointment, and I'm in the door. It's easy. Like it's two minutes of yeah. conversation. That's excellent. That's one of the things I teach is when people ask you what you do, you don't just tell them you're a business consultant or you're an internet marketing consultant because that tends to get a blank stare. Instead, you say something that gets them intrigued and gets them to ask you, wow, how do you do that? And like you said, then you've got them on the hook and they're intrigued and they want to know exactly how you can help them. So that's great. Uh, so when you started, did you have a website? Did you uh, have a certain set of skills that you decided you were going to offer to people? Did you have a big idea? What, what did you actually have when you got started? When I got started, I really didn't because I, it was, I had read the book and I really loved the, the idea of the offline marketing stuff and then I went and spoke to my gardening guy. But I came home from after seeing him and thinking, oh, my God, what do I do now? And <laughs> so I just sat down and I worked out, well, the first thing everybody needs is a list. It doesn't matter whether you're online or offline. A list means email marketing. Email marketing means a newsletter, a free report, whatever. Let's get them set up there first. Let's show them the importance of, of an email list. Yep. But... Then I started to, to get some phone calls from other people, mainly through the gardening guy. He was telling these friends of his in business, give Liz Canny a call because she'll do this, this and this for you. And one of them I actually knew quite well. And I'll tell you a little story here. He has been in business again for 15 years. I'm not going to name his business, but let's just say for curiosity, hypothetically, it's um, computer security. Uh-huh. And He's had this this website for years and years. He's had this business for 15 years. But when I took his, when I got his business card from him and I researched, he, when I, sorry, I'll start again. He asked me to come and see him. So I said, okay. I had his details. I then went to his website. I had a look at his website. And really, it was a mess. It was really difficult to find your way around it. It wasn't saying anything much about anything because it was really only half finished. According to him, he didn't have time to get it finished. Yep. He had no opt-in form on his website. He, he has a database, I know that, but he hasn't been using it. And then I say, so then I went to his major competitors and I found, I got, I got a list of the keywords, I put it into uh, Google AdWords and I got a list of all the main keywords that have been used. And then I checked them out in all the different categories in the local Canberra directory. 
and his website was nowhere to be found. His name was nowhere to be found. So here's this guy with a local Canberra business and he's getting no business from his website because he's not even there. Yeah. So I put it all into a, into a folder. I printed stuff off. I made it look really good. And when I went back to see him, to, to sit down with him for his one-hour consultation, I was able to pull this stuff out and show him what I had done. And it was like, wow, I had no idea. He suddenly realised what he was missing out on. And he signed me up straight away and he paid top dollar. That's a very, very good tactic right there is actually having some proof, specific proof about their business rather than just uh, making big claims and telling them what you can do. You actually showed him sort of where his specific problems were. That's excellent. Exactly. And because at this stage, I don't have the credentials to go in there and say, I'm this, I'm wonderful, I've been around for years, blah, blah, blah. I just tell them, I'm brand new. Uh, this is a brand new business I've been marketing on the internet for the last three years and I do know what I'm talking about. You'll have to take my word for it. So when I can produce stuff to show them what they're missing out on, it makes me look really good. And there is just – there's no argument because they don't know it. Look, I, Kyle, I really love these people. They are – it's really – I'm really very sorry for them. They're so time poor. They have very little, if any, knowledge. And let me tell you, they are so ripped off in the, when they get into website design and building and stuff like that. Um, if I can tell you another brief story Love to hear it. about another client that I, I have picked up. Again, it was a referral. And she uses this one web designer. He, she has three websites. They're all exactly the same. They're just all different subjects. Yep. And he has charged her for her hosting $300 a year for each website. Wow. I mean, 900 bucks a year. And that's not that common was, either. It's very common. And it's, that's daylight robbery. I mean, I do understand that these guys are out to make a living like the rest of us, but to do that to someone is just robbing the blind as far as I'm concerned. So needless to say, she's no longer with him. She had actually pulled his websites before speaking to me anyway. Um, I outsource all the websites to a guy that I use in the US who's just fabulous, and, uh, and then I charge accordingly. And she's just saved herself um, about $800 that's in hosting. Yeah, so... You've got to look after them. Yeah, I think that's a common theme that you find in almost all your small business clients is that they are, they're working 40, 60, 80 hours a week just running their business. They don't have time to learn any of this other stuff. And when people come up and offer, offer them the world and promise the world and, and sell them all these great things, they honestly don't know any better and they kind of just pay whatever they get charged. And you'll find a lot of people, if they do have a website, they paid a good couple of thousand dollars for it and it's not in the search engines, it's not getting any traffic, it's not doing them any good and they basically have been ripped off. And if you can come in there genuinely wanting to help them, you're in a really good position. Absolutely. And the the thing with them is that they have a website with a specific company name and they hand out their business cards, their brochures, their, uh, their website is on all of their stationery and, and they think that that that's the only way to, to get business is by, I've got a business card with a website on it, go to my website. But they have no idea how much business they're actually losing by not being in their, in their local directories under all sorts of niche headings. But I guess it's not the job of a web designer to do that anyway. His job is to design websites and make what he can. And, you know, as you said, the simplest of websites is too grand. Yeah, I think a lot of people just don't, they don't realise the difference. They think you have a website and people just automatically come to it. They don't even realise that there is that second step of actually getting traffic to the website. Mm, that's, that's right. And once it's done, they're still in the position of not being able to look after it, so you have to maintain it for them. So, again, if, a, if the web designer's 
learnt a little bit more about search engine optimization and all the other stuff that goes with it, they might find that instead of ripping their clients off, they would be able to get themselves a residual income just in a maintenance program. Oh, definitely, yeah, and providing a lot more value to them as well by offering those sorts of things. Mm, that's uh, right. So you're relatively new to this. What would be uh, your tips for other, other newbies getting started? Don't be frightened of it. Just as Andrew Kavanagh says, get off your backside and go and do it. Get yourself some business cards. If, you, if you're really serious and you really have the courage to go out there and meet people, get yourself some business cards. They are going to be your number one tool. And you can get them for nothing. There's a place called um, .com au, and they are free. They take about two weeks. They don't cost you a cent. And they're not bad. Some of them are really, really nice business cards. Or you can go to Click Business Cards. They're about 50 bucks for 250 and they're quite nice as well. And they're there you get those in two to three days. So that's going to be your main tool. And you get out there and you learn to hand out those business cards and make sure that you put it to them that pretty much what, I'm, what I was saying earlier, that you're not going to answer their question until they tell you what they're going to do with your business card. No one's expecting that question, let me tell you. It's a ripper. Yeah. <laughs> you can see their faces. They just have no idea what to say. And right. it gets a great response. So, so learn a really, really good paragraph to just give people about it and, and get have them intrigued so that they really want to know what it is you're doing. And whatever they do, once they've got the attention of the client, do not – Go into your sales spiel. Just don't do it. Do what I do and try and get that appointment. Just make the offer. I give a, I give a one-hour complimentary consultation. Yeah, that's what I do as well. I, my whole thing is trying to get them in for that one-hour consultation, and that's where you start uh, building a bit of a rapport with them and start building that relationship, and it, it naturally transitions into a sale without much hard sales tactics or anything like that. That, that's exactly right. If you've got them, if you can get them intrigued by your comments um, and interested enough to agree to have you call and make an appointment with them, then you know you're two thirds of the way. And if you can, once you've got their business, their business card and you can see their website, then all you have to do is your homework. Just do all that research beforehand. It really doesn't take all that long, another hour or so, to do it really well. And go in there fully armed to show them what they're missing out on and you've won it i mean i did a went to a, a breakfast function just recently and i came away with 14 cards and got eight appointments out of it wow that's awesome that's awesome oh, that is just it's almost unheard of yeah i should i should get myself out to some networking functions that's one thing i've always been a bit of a recluse in my business and i uh, i've sort of got a bit of copywriting skills so i tend to default to direct mail and, and, and those sort of things uh, but from all accounts the people who i've spoken to who do go to networking functions it's like shooting fish in a barrel. There's just so many people there with a lot of money to spend and no real clue how to, how to get the internet thing to work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, as you say, um, something like probably 75% of people will not go out there and do the networking thing. And networking's not that hard, but it's not that easy either. You've got to have a personality where you like talking to people and you like listening to people. The worst networkers in the world are those who come charging into your face, throw their business cards at you and, and gobble you up with the sales pitch. They're really hard to get rid of. And in fact, I don't even want their business cards. And they're generally sales reps and not business owners, I've noticed. Yeah. And you, you want to always make sure you're speaking to that, the business owner, the decision maker who can actually sign you a check. That's, that's right, but at the same time, quite often, especially in a town like Canberra, you've got to get through uh, some of these lower – I shouldn't say lower, that's a terrible word – some of these um, – uh, the workers, the employed staff. I mean, some of them are really, really good sales reps and, and really do have the ear of the boss. Do you find uh, most of the people you're speaking with 
uh, these things are owners or do you, do you get a bit of red tape trying to get through the employees to get to the, the big guy? Uh, it's probably 80-20. 20% of the people would be would be uh, not the bosses. Okay. And uh, and obviously I'm not after the government any government business, not that there is much anyway, but it's it's this isn't the kind of thing that the government wants to do and if you did, they wouldn't pay you properly anyway, so why bother with them? Yeah. The, the sales process tends to be quite long as well. They'll stretch out projects for six months and then not pay for six months. And That's right. Mm. You don't want those kind of clients. And that's another thing too when it comes to payment. Um, I've got bills to pay. I outsource almost everything. I outsource um, a lot of the writing. I outsource um, all of the websites. I'm not going to touch those. As I say, I've got a really good guy. I outsource wherever possible. So I need money in order to be able to pay the people that, that I'm outsourcing to. So I ask for... If they will give me the amount up front, I'll give them a 10% discount. Yep. And otherwise, I want 50% deposit. Not a problem. Yeah, business owners offline, they're used to paying those kind of things. I mean, you talk to online business owners and they want you to do everything for free and they'll pay you if you get results. But offline, they're used to writing big checks. They're used to paying sometimes 100 if not 50% up front. So I found it quite easy getting those sort of things as well. Yeah. Uh, and you said you outsource everything. So do you have a pretty wide range of services you can offer because of that? I tend to. Um, I'm still looking for, I guess, as, as, as my business is beginning to grow and I'm getting more and more articles to be written that I, I'm really going to be on the search for some good writers as time goes on. That's the main thing. I've got Joel, the guy that does the websites for me. Um, he's beginning to get a little bit snowed under with what I've been giving him and his, and his own stuff as well. But... It's just constantly being on the search, looking for the right people to do things. Yeah, it's, it's a constant constant issue. I I've, so guess I'm in a similar position to you where I, at the moment I'm actually doing everything myself, but I am looking to outsource just because the workload simply becomes too much. But I've, I've had quite a lot of trouble finding good, reliable people who, uh, who work for decent rates, who get the job done on time and can be relied upon project in, project out. The issue I've found is I'll find someone good and they'll do a great job for me, and then the next job comes along and they're not available or they're nowhere to be found. So do you have any tips on, on those sort of things? Uni students. Really? Yep. Just go to the local university and, uh, and advertise for journalist students Excellent. and and let them know that um, you're looking for someone to do 5, 10, 15, 20 articles a week. And uh, I've got a young guy here that... Um, is starting to do more and more for me. And I said to him just recently, I don't know what I'm going to do if you ever go or if I start getting too much and you can't handle it. And he said, don't worry, this my mates all want the money. Okay. <laughs> so, And he's proven to be extremely reliable and his work's quite good. And let's, let's face it, we want quality content, but it doesn't have to be perfect. The, the whole purpose in what I'm doing is to get articles out so that we can get exposure for the client's website in the local directory in whatever category it happens to be. Yeah. Is that the, the main sort of way you market your clients online is through article mar- marketing? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't even touched PPC with them at this stage. Number one, because I don't know too much about it myself. I'm not confident with it. And um, the 30-day challenge starts again next week, and I think they're going to be covering, covering it quite in depth. So I, it's a knowledge I'd like to have. But I don't really like PPC anyway. I think that it can be so expensive for people. Although I have to admit, I just uh, with one of my clients, we found um, some PPC for 13 cents. That's good. So that was pretty good. She's giving that a go for about 50 bucks, so we'll see what happens with her. Yeah. The main issue I found with PPC for sort of small local businesses is, especially if they're only selling in a local market, there's just not enough traffic to spend the time that it takes to set up all your campaigns 
uh, it's just not worth it. I mean, you just don't get enough traffic. It's a lot easier just to write a few articles, and that's generally all, all it takes to get a front page of Google listing. That's what I'm finding as well, and I'm, I'm doing a couple of things with uh, all of my clients so far have gone onto the maintenance contract, and and that's a really nice income to have coming in because they just they don't have the time to do it, and so my suggestion to them is to have either a newsletter um, once a month or. In the case of my gardening guide, for example, there's so much happening every single month in that industry that he can do one of the articles or one group of articles that we've just put together for him is butterfly gardening, having yep. gardens in your butterfly plants for butterflies, that sort of stuff. So we do a four-week series on, on, on getting butterflies into your garden. And then he's got all the, the summer stuff coming so we can start building up for the different kinds of plants that he's getting in. And, for example, last year there was a real, real um, shortage of yellow petunias so if he's going to have them this year which he thinks he does start letting his customers know that there's going to be yellow petunias coming in this year but they're still going to be rare just anything that we can think of and we put something out every week that's excellent. So one article every week but you multiply that by 100 that's a lot of articles every week that we're going to have to do if you've got 100 customers so that's where all the outsourcing comes in yeah you mentioned the maintenance uh, contract how i guess first of all when you first sell something to the business what do you sell to them is it just a website or do you create some kind of a custom package for them and then with the maintenance contract how does that work do you have a a set maintenance contract for everyone or is that custom designed as well it's custom designed um it's i I do have packages for people uh, most of the people that i've been dealing with to date have a database but they don't have an email marketing campaign or campaigns or that just don't have it set up at all but they've got some of them got thousands of people on their lists and so I will one part of the package, one of the packages that I have is that I'll put together a complete AWeber setup for them or, you know, a, an email marketing setup for them, including autoresponders, et cetera, et cetera, and, uh, and import the database into the system for them. Yep. And, but I will not allow it to go ahead if they haven't contacted these people in under three months. Okay, yep. Be- because they'll just get themselves into a lot of strife if, if, uh, if someone start, if they start getting a bundle of people reporting them for spam, or you know, we know what it's like. Yeah. So that's that's the rule. And then if they give me, they either have to contact them themselves, or get someone. The best idea is to just, as people come in, ask them for their email address, and do they mind if they send them their their newsletter or their free report or whatever. Yeah. So we work out whatever they really need or whatever it is they're going to do. That's that's the first thing. Then we have a look at their website and. If they need to have the website upgraded, or if they need to get, obviously, if they're going to use AWeber, they really have an opt-in. They really do need an opt-in form on their website. Would you agree with that? Yeah, most definitely. Most yeah, definitely. everyone doesn't matter who it is. They've yeah. got to do something about getting an opt-in form onto their website. So they need to get the code and get their web designer to do it, or set up a new blog. Um, I'm big on blogs. I'm big on business blogging, and I'm finding it quite easily quite easy to convince them to get onto a WordPress blog and the guy that I'm, I'm using he'll do both i don't know if you had a look at mine but it's static and there's a blog on there okay i thought it was so, all, all wordpress it is wordpress but it's just it's a static blog and and uh it's a static website and a blog all, all down on wordpress okay yeah that's how i do mine as well i find just the seo benefits and the speed at which you can get a, a site up there mm. is wordpress is unmatched absolutely and and so instead of of putting writing a full article into a newsletter and then sending it out each month or week or whatever to to the client listing i've suggested and it's also what i do 
that they just link it back to the latest blog. Yeah. So if you're doing a blog each week, then rather than do it twice, you're going to get the benefit of having the search engines having a look at, at their website as well and noticing that there's changes in content happening, which is good for them, and yep. they don't have to do it twice. So they quite like that idea. That's the other thing that we do. We, uh, oh gosh, it's the whole SEO thing that we go through. And the packages at this stage go from around about $500 just purely for the the um, autoresponders and the email marketing yep. up to $1,500 for the entire package. But they will go up to $2,500 or $3,000 as I become more established because there is a lot of work. Yeah, and you don't find much resistance at those price levels? None. Yeah, that's None whatsoever. Yeah, I think coming in at sort of around that $2,000 mark, you just won't get any resistance whatsoever. A lot of these businesses will be spending maybe five, ten thousand $10,000 a year on Yellow Pages and they're lucky if they get a call a month from it. So if you can yep. develop them a website that's getting customers almost every day, then that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've talked a fair bit about your business and how it all works, but do you want to give us the, the big picture overview of how your whole business system works from start to finish, from getting a client through to actually closing them and doing the work? Well, there's only... Four steps, networking, business cards, free consultation, and the wow factor. And we talked about all of those things, and it's that simple. That's just putting the whole thing into perspective. Just um, go and do some networking, get to meet people, get your little your little spiel ready. It's short, it's brief, it's to the point, and don't sell. Um, get the business cards, their business cards, because you want their business cards anyway for your own system. Yeah, so you can do you the also follow-up to, and be in charge. Uh, and yours. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You want them to uh, subscribe to your newsletter or whatever as well. Um, the free consultation, is it's vitally important. It really is. So that you've got to give something for nothing and they'll give you an hour of their time but and, and then they'll just decide whether you're worth it or not. And then when you, when you do that research and have that wow factor, that's it. You don't have to go any further. They'll close it for you. I've never had to close it. They just do it. They say to me, okay, when, when can we get started? Yeah, famous words. So what would you say your closing rate is once you've gone through that whole process? I mean, it is quite a simple process, but at the same time, it's very powerful. What kind of closing rates do you get once you get someone into that free consultation? Uh, with the free consultation, it's definitely, definitely around about the 75%, 80%. And those that haven't, that, that have no one said no. Absolutely no one has said no. There's been the the um, people telling me that they've got a a budget restriction. Yep. or they're not quite ready or they want to talk to someone or if they say they want to talk to someone, you can be almost pretty sure that you're going to lose them that 90% of the time, I think. But I haven't had anyone give me a no yet. And I've got everyone that I've, I was telling you about the 14 and I've got eight new customers out of that. And the other six, they're just all on the back burner. And I couldn't, to tell you the truth, I couldn't handle them right now if I wanted to. <laughs> I think that's a good problem to have. Yeah, it's great. But I couldn't. A two a week is a really, really nice income. Yeah, you were telling me just before we started the call that uh, you've made more money from your consulting business in the last few weeks than you had in your affiliate marketing business for the last few years. Do you want to talk about that for a moment? Well, absolutely, because the prices I'm charging are a lot higher than what I was ever getting through affiliate marketing anyway. And you work out um, nine clients by around about $1,500 each plus, well, probably I exaggerated a bit when I said I earned more money than in the last few weeks than I have in the last few years, but I've done pretty well on a month-to-month basis, I certainly have. And then I've got my maintenance contracts on top of that, and we were talking about that earlier as well. That's um, I'm going to set that at $200 because it doesn't matter 
who they are, sooner or later I'm going to have to write articles for them, a couple of articles a week or a month. Um, I'm going to have to – I do give them at the end of the month – um, I get all their stats off the off the computer and I hand deliver them. I take them around and I sit down and talk to them so they've got a bit of time with me. I'll do that for as long as I can. But I think that it's not an unfair amount. It's 50 bucks a week. Yeah, it's not very much at all, is it? No. So And they don't quibble. And, the, oh, and I have a guarantee. Now, nobody wants to be giving back thousands of dollars if this thing doesn't work, if they don't get people to their website. My guarantee is, and it started off for six months, but it's now 12 months. I give a 12-month guarantee, and if at the, in that time they haven't started to see or they haven't seen, they have to see by then results from their marketing, their internet marketing, then I'll give them another 12 months maintenance-free. That's pretty good. I thought it was pretty generous, actually, but I'm quite convinced that we're seeing some results already anyway. Just from my gardening guy, we've got a couple of, a couple of articles out there that are leading towards his... Uh, um, his phone number at this stage. Oh, that's excellent. Mm. So that's about it. Cool. But it's it's easy. It's don't make anything hard out of it. It's just really easy and being organised. And don't race out there and try and get, you know, hundreds of people in a couple of months. You can certainly do it, but by Jesus, you'll fall flat on your face and ruin any reputation you're starting to build because you're not going to be able to provide the service. Go steady, bit at a time. I think that really is the key is just getting out there and taking action. I mean, your whole system, it's quite simple. There's four steps and none of the steps are that involved. I mean, I teach, I must teach 50 different modules that you can do within the consulting business. But I've said it once and I'll say it again, you don't need to do everything. You only need to do like 10% of everything that I teach and you can still be very successful just doing things the way that you want to do and the way that works for you and your personality and the way that you want to work. It's, it's quite easy to be successful quite quickly as you've proven. It, it is. And love it. Enjoy what you're doing. Well, it's, it not, well. it's, it's not just the money. It's the people that you're dealing with. They really are human beings and they do have problems and worries and situations like the rest of us do. And if you go in there with, you know, the money, money, money attitude, they'll pick up on it really, really quickly. It's, I feel so genuine and, and honest about, about dealing with these people because my heart goes out to them. They work so hard and quite often for, for very little profit um, and, and they have no idea what they're doing and they're doing the best they can and they really they really need help. Yeah, they do. And if, if you come from a place of genuinely wanting to help them, that'll shine through. And as I said before, you, you don't have to close the sale. It just happens naturally. That's right. 